ahead and get into this. I ain't gonna be before y'all too long tonight. Uh, like I said, a lot of things is moving in our lives and uh, you know, it's a blessing. It's a blessing for that because uh, there's a lot of things out here that people want to accomplish, people want to do, and they stand in their own way. You know, they stand in their own way and they block God moving in their life, right? So I'm, I'm by, you know, just want to say I'm grateful for being able to have people in my life that pour into me, that teach me, that show me. Um, and of course, our Father who art in heaven, right? They're just always pouring into me and giving me what it is that I need um, to continue going forward, right? But you got to have the strength and you got to have the courage uh, to make those moves. You know, God can line them up and level them out, but you got to step on them. You got to walk toward it, right? So um, that brings me to what my message is going to be about today. Um, and we're going to get into that real quick. Uh, you know, me and Steph, Prophetess Steph, Evangelist Daniel, right? We want to teach you guys the word of God, the way that he's given it to us to teach you, right? So it might be a little unorthodox. We might not do everything like everybody normally does, right? But understand and you can pray about this and discernment in the spirit that what we give you guys is always going to be straight up biblically truth from the word and you can read the word to find that out right so jumping right into this um spiritual milk spiritual milk right spiritual milk and and when i say spiritual milk i want you guys and gals to understand that i mean spiritual milk <laughs> Alright, first Peter two, one and three. First Peter two, one and three. And the word of the of the Lord our Savior in, 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 in Christ, the word says So put away all malice and all guile and insincerity and envy and all slander. Like newborn babes long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up to salvation. For you have tasted the kindness of the Lord. Right? And that's going to be our source scripture for the message that's coming forth today. Alright, so how many of us have heard that term before spiritual milk right i've i've heard it before you know uh, they always they always line it up with with baby christians people that's just new to the faith right but i don't i don't i don't think that i don't think it's only for babes yes yes that's what it's that's what it's designed for in the very beginning that's the first thing that you're going to get but I think as a Christian, we all need that spiritual milk, right? And we're going to break that down. We're going to go into that. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an exegetical uh, theologian, right? I study facts and history and how it all comes together, right? So I got to know what words mean, right? So when I looked up spiritual milk, 
I broke it down, right? So spiritual, right? It's translated into the Greek, logikon, logikon, okay? That means belonging to reason or the sphere of rational being, right? So belonging to reason, spiritual, belonging to reason or logical being. Milk is transliterated in the, into the, uh, the Greek as Gaia, Gaia, G-A-L-A, Gaia. And that means basic elements of divine teaching, basic elements of divine teaching. So in first Peter two, one through three, uh, excuse me, two through three, no, one through three. Okay. When Peter writes, long for the pure spiritual milk, right? What he's saying is to long for the logical, spiritual, right? Logical milk, basic elements of divine teaching. So logical, basic elements of divine teaching is what a newborn in Christ is what uh, uh, Christians, period. That's the basic, that's... That's the foundation. That's what we need. We should long for that. All right. So, you know, we in the body, uh, you know, we need to remember that, that God is order. Right. And most importantly, God is the reason for our salvation. He enacted the plan. He put the plan in action. We got our second Adam in Jesus. He died on the cross to be that unblemished uh, sacrifice for our sins. And that's how we have our salvation. So, so it's nothing that we did as humans, right? As man, it's zero, right? We got to understand that most importantly, God is the reason for our salvation, right? And we must give to new believers coming into the body of Christ, right? Babes in Christ, simple, easy to digest actionable things to build them in Christ. Simple stuff, the beginnings, basic, not all the doctrine and things that we say, right? So you may, you may ask, you know, how do you point a babe in Christ to that milk, right? To the essential elements of divine teaching, the things that they got to have, the basic foundation, right? That milk, how do we get them there, right? And the answer is really, really simple. It's something that um, I've seen work personally in my life and others that I've that I've enacted this in. Um, my wife as well that she's enacted this on, and you know some people in the body who who been under ministries that understand the needs of a new believer, right? So the answer is encouraging a personal relationship with God through reading his word, right? And like I said, it's simple. And you're probably like, well, we do tell people that, you know, other clergy that see this or other people who minister may see this and say, well, we do tell them to read their word. <laughs> yeah, you do, right? But we don't, we don't go to that next level. We don't go to that next level where we we uh, are pushing where we are pushing the uh, 
the reading of God's word as that's all you need to do right now. That's all you need to focus on right now. Read the word of God. Get that devotion into your heart. Come fellowship on Sundays or Wednesdays. Right? All right. So Matthew 4 and 4 reads. Matthew 4, excuse me, 2 through 4. And he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And afterwards, he was hungry. We're talking about Jesus. This is when Jesus was tempted in the desert, in the wilderness. And the tempter, Lucifer, and the tempter came and said to him, If you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, Jesus, but he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So when I when I read that, something jumped out at me, right? When I read that, something jumped out at me. And uh, I want to pay attention right now. I want to bring your attention to, to what comes before Jesus says every word that comes from the mouth of God. All right. And watch this. Okay. So before Jesus says by every word that comes from the mouth of God, he uses a transitional word, an objective, a, 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 an adjective, right? And that word was, but, but, right? The Greek word for, but B U T is translated in the Greek as Ios. And it means a marker of emphatic contrast. Emphatic meaning attracting special attention. So a marker for special attention to this contrast. Contrast is the, the opposite. I'm showing you a clear opposite, right? I'm showing you a clear opposite. Okay, but I like the second definition better, right? So it says, tending to express oneself in forceful speech or to take decisive action, right? So I hear Jesus saying, right? It is written, one does not live by bread alone, but by the word, by every word that comes out of the mouth of God, right? I, I feel that. So, so right it, it 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 ain't what man can do it's what god can do it doesn't matter what man can make it's what god does in your life that a baby christian needs okay uh i think that's a sobering idea to picture a standoff between our lord and lucifer right and jesus you know saying it with his chest right <laughs> saying it with his chest but by every word that comes from the mouth of god right bread is not the, the issue god is going to be the only sustaining force in your life the only true sustaining force in your life not the bread that you eat the car that you drive so forth and so on right if you haven't seen it before i hope you do now that the word of god is more important than any tangible thing man can make or provide especially for a babe in Christ. 
especially for a babe in Christ. And it, and 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 what you gotta understand is the things that man can make and provide is our uh, interference, our interjection in the in the beliefs and the growths of how these babes in Christ backsliders, anyone who is not rooted in the faith, right? We get in the way. A lot of a lot of a lot of man gets in the way of that communication between that babe, between that, between that parishioner and God, right? So we're gonna jump to this next scripture right here. And this next scripture, all right, is first Samuel uh three. Chapter three, verse nine and 10. And it says, therefore, Eli said to Samuel, go lie down. And if he calls you, you shall say, speak, Lord, for your thy servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood forth, calling as at other times. Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel said, speak for thy servant hears, speak for thy servant hears, right? So when, when Samuel, the prophet that we all know, heard God call out to him, he couldn't understand the sound. He couldn't understand the voice. He was a babe in Christ. He could not understand the sound and the voice, right? Partly because, as the word stated, it was not frequent in those days for God, the spirit, to pour out, touch, and speak to people, right? But more importantly, I believe, it was because he wasn't tuned into God's frequency, he didn't understand how to hear him. He didn't understand what his voice, he didn't recognize it, right? We in the body oftentimes impose so much man that we forget who knows best. And this leads to Christians asking and seeking man, right? Instead of God for understanding in the most minute things. We'll go run to man instead of running to God. And we're not saying man like carnal. We're saying man like people that are, you know, in the ministry over us. Our pastors, our our ministers, our our teachers, our our our, our other lay members that that have been in the church longer, right? We'll run to them before we run to God, right? And you know, God God doesn't come down to our level. He doesn't come down to our level. He's holy. He can only mingle with us so much in our muck, okay? But instead, he waits for us to reach an altitude, right, where communication flows freely between the both, right? So, you know, I'm going to use a piece of my studying from, from the military. And, you know, when I was in the military for a time in my career, I studied communications and more specifically radio transmissions, all right? And in order for us to have a reliable transmission, we had to raise our antennas above the land obstacles that lie between who we were trying to talk to. 
We had to raise our antennas up above the obstacles that sat between who we were trying to talk to. The more the antennas peaked over the obstacles, the clearer the transmission became. So the higher that these antennas get above the obstacle, the better the conversation was. So take that thought. In human fashion, instead of Samuel responding to God, he responded to Eli. Eli was his priest. In our day, it'd be our pastor, our bishop, apostle, maybe another prophet. But Eli did something that a lot of us in spiritual leadership don't do enough of. He turned to Samuel and directed him to God and told him how to begin to raise his antenna above the obstacles. He showed him, he told him, hey, when you hear this voice again, tune in, listen. When you hear this voice again, connect. Come up to where that voice is and say, your servant hears. Right? Simple. Eli pointed him and gave him direction on how to speak to God, not how he could fix or solve the problem that Samuel had. Right? Acts. 17, 24 through 25. Let me bring that up for you. All right. All right. Acts 17, 24 to 25. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by man, nor is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all men life and breath and everything. Right? All right. I want you to get that in. Okay. So, a babe in Christ, a new soul that has come into the body, or even someone who has been around, right, but has not grown in the spirit, Hear this, spiritual milk, the logical basic elements of divine teaching is simply tuning in to God's frequency and raising your antenna over the obstacles in your life, right? So you can have a clear conversation with God because he's waiting on you to have one. He's calling out to you to have one. He's reaching for you to have one, but you can't have the conversation because you have obstacles in your way. It could be divorce, it could be children, it could be money, finances, it could be lack, it could be situations you don't know where you're gonna live or you know you, 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 you backslid or did something that you know was wrong and some consequences has come from it, right? So now those obstacles are higher than your conversation is higher than your antenna. Those things in front of you are blinding you and blocking you to what it is that God is trying to speak to you. And all he can do is keep calling your name 
until you've raised your antenna high enough to hear it. And then you need to raise your antenna higher so that you can know you heard it. You know, they say that soft, still voice. God doesn't yell at you. The Holy Spirit is the conveyor. It doesn't yell at you. He speaks to you. So you got to raise your antenna up over those obstacles so that you and God can have a transmission. Y'all can have a conversation over the nonsense. Hebrews, y'all know I love that verse. This is the reward for those who seek him diligently. That knowing, that conversation, that, that, that togetherness, right? That you can only get by knowing God. And every Christian needs that in their life. Not just babes, but every Christian's need spiritual milk. Logical, basic elements of divine teaching. And who better? Oh, and, and, and let me tell you this. So when I was studying the words, I don't believe in co coincidence. I don't, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe that God orders my steps. So if I see something that comes across that just hits me once or twice or three times, that's major, right? That's not coincidence. That's providence. I was supposed to see that. So the Greek word in the Strong's Dictionary for spiritual is 3050. 3050. And that word translated into what? Logical. Right? Guess what else? If I put 3050 into the Strong's Dictionary, it also brings back a Hebrew word. And that Hebrew word is Yah, 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 which is the name of God. <laughs> so God is logic. God is order. So if you transpose those words and take logical out and put God in, God basic elements for divine teaching. <laughs> God's basic elements for divine teaching. And when you take the three for the Trinity and five for grace, put them together, you get eight. Eight is your new beginning. So in order to have a new beginning, to be new in Christ, to be new, because he said, in me, everything is new. So to be a new creature, to be a new man, right? To be a new believer, right? Right? You need God's basic instructions God's basic elements for divine teaching. God's, not man, God's, a devotion. Become one. Raise your antenna, right? Raise your antenna. Hey, that's that's what I got for you guys today. That's the word that he gave me. Raise your antenna so that you can start having those conversations so you can get that spiritual milk in your life, right? And that you can have a relationship with God, one that no one can define for you. One that no one can 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 tell you what it is or how it is because that's between you and God. Because your identity lies solely in God. Amen. I just want to just bless the reading of the word, the the the, the time spent with you guys and gals today. If y'all have anything for us, go ahead and hit us online. You know you got our our our, our emails, text, all that. 
I just pray that everyone who heard this word today and will heal this word going forward will be blessed by it and will edify the body in Christ and bring a soul to the Lord that may not have known him before. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you all. We love you all. We'll see y'all next time. You're getting up out of here. Y'all have a blessed one.